God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Matthew chapter 5, verses 10 through 12. And all nations will hate you because you are my followers. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. Remember those who are in prison, as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated, since you also are in the body. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 3. Paul urged Timothy to be single-minded in ministry and stay the course, confident his obedience to God would bring about good things. Sutta a Christian in India beaten for sharing the gospel is also staying the course. He continues ministering in his own village, the one where he nearly lost his life. Let us pray. Lord, I pray that Sutta will stay faithful and that my persecuted Christian family will remain firmly grounded in you. May their love for you be lived out in continued obedience, so that all will hear the gospel. Amen. You are listening to Prisoners of War here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast, where we stand for God's truth, not man's traditions, and we bring you straight Bible truth for these last days. The WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is a global outreach ministry of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. We are outreach driven. Blessed greetings, everyone. This is Pastor Vince. I'm your host, as always, for Prisoners of War. It is Monday, October 23rd, 2023. It's our last episode for the month of October. And uh, just a reminder that this program is a bi-weekly program. So the next time we meet will be in two more weeks. It'll already be the month of November and that's when we will meet again. So again, just as, as a reminder, we will meet in two weeks after this week's program. In case you're new to this program, we meet to uh, lift up our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world, those who do not have the religious freedoms that we have here in America, and those of us who are students of Bible prophecy understand that the freedoms that we currently have here in America will not always be as we come to the close of Earth's history. If you want to learn more about Bible prophecy, I want to go ahead and promote our program, our weekly program called Eyes on Prophecy. We meet every Sabbath morning, which is every Saturday morning. 
at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. So I invite you to join me in studying Bible prophecy to learn more about these end times, um, you know, as we come to the close of Earth's history and how we need to be prepared for the second coming of Jesus Christ. But today, on this program, uh, Prisoners of War, we want to take a look at another country, as we always do. We take a look at uh, we take a look at a different country every time we meet, where there are uh, persecuted Christians. Friends, there are people in other parts of the world. Uh, just in case you didn't know, there are Christians living in other parts of the world where Christianity is not the dominant religion. I mean, many of these people live in Muslim-dominated uh, countries, but they were convicted by the Holy Spirit to start following Christ. So they cannot openly share their faith, express their faith in Christ for fear of persecution, death, imprisonment, and so forth. So we're going to continue what we've already, what we've already been doing. And we're going to get into uh, the country that we're going to study today. Uh, the last time we met, which was two weeks ago, uh, the war between um, Hamas and Israel had just started maybe like a day or two prior to our last program. And if you've been following the news, you know, online, social media, all over the place, you may already know how things have developed, how things have gotten worse over the past couple weeks. We continue to pray, and I ask you to continue to pray for those who are, who are continuously losing their lives, those who are caught up in the middle of this war, families, um, men, women, children, everyone who are losing their lives. But if you are a student of the Bible, you already know that there has been a spiritual war going on between Christ and Satan for the longest time. So that has been, um, I guess you could say, the inspiration for this program, Prisoners of War. So this program, Prisoners of War, or I should say uh, the title of the program was influenced or inspired by the fact that there has been a spiritual war, as I said, between Christ and Satan. And many of us who choose to stand on the side of Christ, or, or I should say it this way, whichever side you are on, you will be a prisoner of war. You will lose your life. But the side that we should want to be on is on Christ's side. And as I read a little earlier from God's word, the word says, but everyone who endures to the end will be saved. Friend, it's going to take endurance going to take obedience from all of us. As I shared uh, from the account of Sutta, the uh, Christian in India, um, being uh, a, a, a zealous for sharing the gospel, um, we prayed that he and other uh, persecuted uh, Christians around the world will remain firmly grounded in Christ. How Sutta is ministering in his own village how he has been beaten for sharing the gospel. So I think you get the point. 
this walk or this journey is not an easy one. But at the end of the day, friend, we have to choose whose side we're on. Are we going to be on Christ's side or on Satan's side? I don't want to get too deep because that's a whole sermon in itself. But the point is we want to choose this day whom we are going to serve. And I pray not only for myself, but for you all that we're on the side of Christ knowing and understanding that the journey will get worse before it gets better. For the month of October, our theme for the month has been meeting secretly for church. Meeting secretly for church. Just imagine here in the United States if we had to meet in secret for church, as many of our persecuted brethren around the world have to do. They have to meet in secret. You know, the government can't know what they're doing. Um, And in many cases, their own family members can't know what they're doing. So if you are someone in a uh, Muslim-dominated country um, and you convert to Christianity, your own family, in many cases, can't know that you're meeting with other uh, uh, fellow believers, Christian believers. So, yeah, imagine if it was that way here in, in, this, in this country right now. And as I said before, those of us who are students of Bible prophecy know that there's going to come a time where we will have to meet in secret as well. I'm not going to get off on that tangent. I just invite you to meet with me for Eyes on Prophecy on Sabbath mornings, on Saturday mornings. And you can do your own studies as well on Bible prophecy and we can get more into that. But let's go ahead and move forward with our program for this week. I said we're going to focus on a country, well, we're going to focus on a country this week where it is difficult. I always say it's difficult. It's challenging to be a Christian, to live out one's faith openly. Well, you can't live out your faith openly in these countries. Um, you can't trust the government. You can't trust your own family because your own family will turn you in or you know, torture you or kill you themselves. You know, uh, the government may not get to you. Your own family may get to you before the government does. That's how it is in these other countries. I've been sharing bits and pieces from this book that I've been reading. It's called Reaching Your Muslim Neighbor with the Gospel. I'm going to share another little bit with you in just a little while. But the book is written by A.S. Ibrahim. You can look it up. You can look up the author and learn more about the author, but A is an apple, S is in Sam, so the initials are A-S, last name Ibrahim, I spell it, I, B is in boy, R is in Robert, A, H is in Harry, I, M is in Mary, Ibrahim. All right. Let's take a look at the country of Jordan. That's the country that we're going to spotlight this week. And I always mention before I get into this information that this information is provided to us by an organization called Voice or The Voice of the Martyrs at vom.org. All right, so let's take a look at Jordan. Jordan is designated as a restricted country. And in case you don't know what that means, there are uh, two designations for these countries. They're either hostile or hostile, however you want to say it, or restricted. 
So Jordan happens to be a restricted country. What does that mean? Well, this includes countries where government sanctioned circumstances or anti-Christian laws lead to Christians being harassed, imprisoned, killed, or deprived of possessions or liberties because of their witness. Also included are countries where government policy or practice prevents Christians from obtaining Bibles or other Christian literature. In addition to government, uh, in addition to government uh, persecution, Christians may also experience persecution from family, community members, and or extremist groups. There you have it. I told you already about family, but also community members and extremist groups. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of moving parts, as they say. But the bottom line is, if you're a Christian in any of these countries, you can't really, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't really trust anyone. Yeah, you hope you can trust your fellow believers, you know, but as I already said, um, your own family cannot know that you're meeting with these other believers because your own family may, may uh, you know, torture you, kill you, turn you into the government, things of that nature. Let's get into Jordan. So I already said it's, uh, it's a restricted country. Uh, here's an overview of Jordan. Jordan has experienced an influx of refugees from neighboring countries since the 1950s, with nearly half the current population composed of refugees. The refugee situation became especially severe in recent years as Syrians began arriving in large numbers during their country's civil war, which has been going on for more than two decades. Most of the Christian activity among Jordanian Christians has been focused on serving these refugees as God works powerfully among Arab Muslim uh, among Arab Muslim refugees. Uh, Jordanian Christians are emboldened as never before to reach out to their Muslim neighbors. I read it again. Most of the Christian activity among Jordanian Christians has been focused on serving these refugees. And as God works powerfully among Arab Muslim refugees, Jordanian Christians are emboldened as never before to reach out to their Muslim neighbors. All right, that sounds better. What are the major religions? Well, 96% of Jordanians are Sunni Muslims. 2% are Christians. Who's the persecutor in, in Jordan? All right. Interesting. Who's the persecutor? Well, pretty much what I've already said, but I'm going to read it from the printed page. It says, Christian converts from Islam are uh, persecuted, sometimes violently, by whom? By their families, tribes, and communities. The Jordanian government restricts open evangelism and sometimes also Bible distribution activities. Sometimes violently by their families. What does it mean to follow Christ in Jordan? Christians are free to meet openly, but they have difficulty getting a government approval to open new churches or church facilities. Gatherings of believers are monitored and Muslims who convert to Christianity often meet privately, underscore the word privately, in homes to avoid drawing extra attention. Yeah, they don't want to draw extra attention to themselves now. They already got a lot going on. They got all these eyes on them. They got the family members on them, eyes on them and all this. 
You know, they don't want to do anything to draw extra attention to themselves. Furthermore, family members, there it is again, family members often create severe hardships for these believers by what? By taking their homes, children, jobs, and inheritances. Wow. Need I say more? I'm going to leave it there. That is a look at the country of Jordan. Let me go ahead and share a little bit from this book that I mentioned a little while ago, Reaching Your Muslim Neighbor with the Gospel. Now, if you're like me, or like I was, like I used to think, um, I I just couldn't imagine trying to share the gospel with someone, uh, you know, with a Muslim. Um, with someone, you know, who believes in Islam. I, I just never could imagine it. And you, you know, probably think or thought the same way. But from reading this book so far, and I haven't finished the book yet, uh, my eyes are open that, you know, if we allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us, to work through us, he can reach anyone. We know that. We know that we just have to just say, Lord, I want to reach this person. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. I ask you to just fill me with your Holy Spirit. Work through me. Speak to this person. So, yeah, we have to just let the Holy Spirit do all the work in a nutshell. It's not up to us, right? We just have to just submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit, allow the Holy Spirit to work through us. So let me go ahead and just share a little bit from this book, and then we're going to pray. So once again, reaching your Muslim neighbor with the gospel. And this is from a section in the book called Saudi Arabia and Christianity. So let me just backtrack a little bit. So the chapter itself, this is chapter two of the book, is called, it's, uh, it's called, is Islam really the fastest growing religion in the world? And then uh, this little section here uh, called Saudi Arabia and Christianity. So the author is going to speak about Saudi, Saudi Arabia a little bit. And I quote from the book, quote, Here is one example of God's work. Consider conversion to Christ among Saudis. As I was writing this chapter... I spoke, I spoke with gospel proclaimers about their work in the Arabian uh, Peninsula. A Western, reader, a Western reader may imagine that Saudis are the most difficult to convert to Christ, but this is far from true. Saudis are questioning Islam as never before. A growing number of them access evangelistic websites, speak with Christians, and come to Christ. It is common among Saudis to use a virtual private network. Many of us know this, uh, know it simply as, as a, a, a VPN to ensure that sensitive information is transmitted securely. This allows them freedom since they are bypassing government interference. Granted, the number of secret Saudi Christians is difficult to determine. One missionary among Saudis estimates the number of secret converts to be in the hundreds and secret seekers in the thousands. A Saudi convert to Christ who currently serves in Mecca says that his major obstacle is not the police, but his family. Wow, there it is again. Not the police now, but his family who are willing to report him to authorities. Mm -mm -mm. 
He conveys that persecution among Saudi converts is usually from one's own family, not the government. Haven't I been saying that all along? Haven't I been saying that all along? I mean, this week is not the first time I've said that. And I, you know, this is not something I just knew. I, you know, of course, I've been reading this. I've been learning this on my own. I've been sharing it with, I've been sharing it with you. But the more I dive into this information, the more I learn. It's just, it's just mind-blowing. But it's a reality, right? I mean, you know, these folks, they can't trust their own families. You know, you can't say mom, dad, sister, brother, whatever. I'm going over here to meet with these people to, you know, to worship. You can't do that because they're going to turn you in or they'll kill you themselves. Whatever. All right. You get it. I get it. You get it. All right. So let's lift up these brothers and sisters up in prayer. Let's lift them up in prayer right now as we want the Lord to continue to strengthen them, encourage them, to help them to keep pressing on for his cause. Let us pray. Loving Father, thank you so much that we have this time once again on this program to lift up our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. We've just read today about another uh, country where they cannot openly share their faith they can't express their faith. They can't live out their faith for fear of, uh, of persecution, death, imprisonment. And Father, they can't even trust their own families because as we've just learned, as, as we just read, if their own family members know what they're doing or what they believe, uh, they may turn them into authorities themselves or they may themselves uh, uh, cause harm. So, Father, please, please, we just beg of you, we ask you to continue to be with our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world who have chosen to stand for you. They have left whatever religion that they were once following, whatever religion they were brought up in, and we thank you for your Holy Spirit that their hearts were converted to follow you. So please encourage them, keep them encouraged. Help them to keep pressing forward. Remind them that they are fighting for a worthy cause and that their death or their living is not in vain. We thank you so much for their witness, for their bold witness. May they continue to be bold witnesses for us here in America. One day, we in America are not going to have the freedoms that we currently have. Help us to remember that. Help us to learn and exercise boldness for you now while we still have these freedoms because when things start getting worse we want to already be strong or we want to have already developed this boldness but we can only get this boldness by your intervention by you filling us and helping us to be strong and bold witnesses for you thank you so much for this time we have together this is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. My friend, I thank you so much, as always, for joining me for another episode of Prisoners of War here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. I tell you, every time I dig deeper and learn something new, as I said, it's just mind-blowing, but I know it's a reality for many folks. The things that we discussed this week and have been discussing since this program started and uh, 
I pray that you will uh, will keep our persecuted brothers and sisters lifted up in prayer. Continue lifting up those in Israel, in that territory of the Gaza Strip, those who are losing their lives every day as we speak because of this war that's going on. But please remember that there has been a spiritual war already going on between Christ and Satan, and the war continues, and we're just caught up in that war. May we choose the right side. Let us choose the side of Christ. Let us continue to be bold witnesses for him to share our faith as we are led by the Holy Spirit. So until we come together once again in two weeks by God's grace, may you be blessed. Share this program with someone else. Encourage someone else to join us here on Prisoners of War. And you're welcome to listen to our other programs here on the podcast. I already mentioned uh, Eyes on Prophecy, which is every Saturday morning or every Sabbath morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. Um, So uh, that program and this program are two of our major programs. There's some other programs uh, that are coming down the line. I've shared that before, but I'll just say it again for those of you who have not heard those past uh, episodes. Um, uh, We're working on a new program called Family Focus coming sometime later this fall, Family Focus. Um, I invite you to follow the podcast on Patreon. In case you're not familiar with Patreon, it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You're going to find exclusive content on Patreon that you won't find on any other platform that the podcast is on. You know, it won't be on Facebook, on X, and it won't even be here for you to listen to on the podcast. It'll only be on Patreon at this point. Maybe later on, the Lord will open up an opportunity where um, we can share content also here for you to listen to. But for now, you can just read and watch videos and things of that nature on Patreon. All right. So I'm going to leave it there. Once again, uh, be blessed. Thank you for joining me. And by God's grace, we'll come together once again in two weeks here on Prisons of War on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast, where we stand for God's truth, not man's traditions. And we bring you straight Bible truth for these last days. The WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is a global outreach ministry of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. We are outreach driven. I am your host, Pastor Vince. Be blessed.